Hey, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we start this next episode, I have a quick question for you. How do you feel about being subpoenaed in your private practice? If you have any fear, sense of dread, or worry, you are not alone. Please join us for our upcoming training with Nicole Stoller-Peterson on mastering your subpoena process in private practice. It's going to be an amazing training to help build your confidence, to help you serve your clients better, and to take out the guesswork when it comes to being subpoenaed in your private practice. All you need to do is go to zinnime.com and check out the training there. You will also get a recording if you sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Starting a Counseling Practice Podcast. This is Kelly, one of your coaches at Zinnime, and today I'm joined with another team member as we're going through a series of introducing Team Zinnime. Today we're joined with Eden, who is our community manager and accountability coach. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. It's exciting to be on the podcast. (laughs) We want people to know that you don't get here alone, Um, that it does take more than just you to make a business work. Even if you never hire somebody, there's always someone there that's helping or supporting you in some sort of way. And we are honored to have you on our team supporting us. And one of your biggest roles is supporting our community members. Tell us or everyone listening more about what that role entails. Absolutely. So as the community manager, I pretty much oversee all of our free communities and premium communities in Mighty Networks. Um, And a lot of that is just offering support on a regular basis to our community members that have needs and everybody has needs. So from micro things with technology to bigger things with, you know, I'm having a hard time with my practice. How can I connect them to to resources? How can I connect them to you and Miranda uh, so they can get what they need? It's an awesome, awesome space to be able to kind of integrate myself into and be a part of because this community just flourishes and thrives with this amazing supportive base of therapists on its own. And I get to kind of be there and watch the magic happen. So, Mm. but before you joined us, you were a social worker. I was a social worker. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still, do you still feel like a social worker? In some ways, I usually, when I, when people ask me what I do, I say I'm a reformed social worker. Now I kind of take my social work knowledge and get to apply it in a fun new way where I'm helping therapists help people. So I still have that helping hand. It's just more of a bigger impact, honestly, I think, because I get to help them and then they get to help all of their clients. Um, So it's just an awesome way to kind of use my skills and my background in a fun and new, less burnouty way. <laughs> yeah. You were burnt out before you came to the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I worked in child welfare. Mm. And as we know, child welfare is a pretty hard field. I did some mm-hmm. child protective services and adoption. And despite how, how valuable and needed those services are, it is not designed to, to give you joy as the person doing those things. Mm-hmm. So I was very, very burnt out and the magical opportunity of Zinimi kind of fell into <laughs> my lap and I ran with it and I have no regrets. 
it didn't fall into your lap. You totally like earned it. You started as an intern with us and it just clicked really well. And so we created a position and it's something that we've really needed is that I think for a long time, it'd been me and Miranda doing everything. And as the community grows, I mean, uh, on our Mighty Network community, we're at what, 13,000 plus members? Something? 15, 15. Mm. So that's a lot for just two people you know, to take care of. <laughs> and you do an amazing job of, of serving our community. And I'm just kind of curious, what do, you, what do you think makes a community work? Because I think there are therapists out there who are looking to build audiences or communities. Um, maybe some people even have classes or courses they want to teach. And there's a community aspect. So what have you learned about what makes a community amazing? Um, well, I think overall, it's it's about the intention of the space that you're creating. Um, it's really, really easy for people to just throw together a group and call it a community, but it's not going to feel like a community unless people are there with a reason and that they're committed to being in that space and to keep that space safe and supportive. So for me, I almost feel like there's, there's something about community members taking ownership of their space. Um, and, you know, being active and engaged and taking more of an active role in that community to really make it what it can be and what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I mean, we are in Mighty Network. We intentionally left Facebook. You see both because Marina has MFT Guide in Facebook and then we have the free practice community. We also have our boot camp, our business school social lounge in Facebook. What do you notice the difference with platforms? I think Facebook is easy. I think it's easy for people to engage on Facebook because that's a space that we are already in. You know, we're browsing through the news feed. We get to see different groups and whatnot pop up. But in those spaces, what I really see is a lot of chaos. There's no structure. There's no order. It's not necessarily always a safe space because people kind of like to hide behind that facade of social media in that space as well. Um, and compared to Mighty Networks, where, you know, when you log into Mighty Networks, you know why you're there, you're there to work on your private practice, you know that the community members that you're surrounded with are there with that exact same intention, there's mm -hmm. guidelines in place, um, and it just kind of has a better flow and structure. Yeah, I think it's been, it's one of those like pro cons, you know, be where everybody is or show them a different way of being and I think that's why we kind of straddle both worlds a little bit. And you've been helping us to do that and to get people from the Facebook world <laughs> over into our Mighty Network community, which is free for everyone. And it has all the free trainings in it and, and such. Um, what do you notice therapists are needing right now? Because you have a pulse on what's going on in private practice land like no other. Absolutely. Well, and I, it's so funny because I say, you know, I came into this role out of burnout and that's what I see. I see all of these therapists that are so, so burnt out. You know, they were, I feel like the system in some ways sets us up for burnout. We're expected after we go through school to have a huge caseload of 40 clients to be busy working that nine to five. And it's just not very conducive to being able to enjoy life and actually live. So I see a lot of our therapists just struggling with trying to find balance. How do we balance all of the stuff with the business, with the clients, with wanting to actually have a sustainable, happy life? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of the big need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And what kind of resources have you been pointing people towards when they are experiencing that? Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, we do have resources for the business owner burnout handbook that you and Kelly created, which I think is an excellent resource. But most often I'm connecting them into the community because when you're burnout, it's easy to get isolated and feel really, really alone. So in the community space, we like to kind of, you know, reassure people that you are not the only one experiencing this feeling of burnout. Other people are right here alongside of you. Let's mm -hmm. get you connected in with the community, with some of mm -hmm. these peer support spaces. So you can kind of join together and know that you are pulling yourself out of this alongside other people that are going through the same thing. Part of when you joined, a lot of your work has been around how you form that community, like how you've changed, you've gone in and changed it, you know, like yeah. how, how things happen. So what are some of the big changes you've made and what have you learned from them? So I think some of the changes that I have made most recently as we introduced this role of a community ambassador, which is going to start to trickle into some of our free communities as well, which starts to give people ownership over the space. So, you know, you're engaging in this space and maybe you want to give back a little bit more. You want to ensure that it remains a safe, supportive environment. Zanimi helped you. Now you want to help others. So that's a cool new kind of addition that's come through. There's also just been kind of like minor tweaks and adjustments for um, you know, different spaces and topics based off of what we're seeing in the community, um, as well as different things that we do to celebrate people each week. So we have posts that we put out each week and we've started to integrate more of that. You know, let's, let's do a celebration of people's successes. So when we hear that somebody, you know, published their website or has a full caseload, we make sure to give that shout out and allow other people to celebrate them. So they start to feel feel good about these changes that they're making because it's not easy to make some of these changes. Mm -hmm. I think if, I'm hoping what people hear is that we have a full-time position to run a community. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not just, and so for some of you who may have communities online and things to really do it well and to give it the attention that it needs, it is a whole other job role aside from running your practice or your course, or whatever you're doing, because there's a lot of testing, you know, you're trying different things. Um, the way we communicate is shifting. And, uh, and then, like you said, we're getting feedback and with, in that constant feedback loop, we are adjusting the product, the community. So that it really is meeting the needs of those therapists versus just throwing something up and letting it go. You know, it's a very intentional cultivated kind of space. Absolutely. And I think like, that's the big, big piece is, you know, it, when you come into the community for us, it's less about this is Zanimi's community. We want it to be your community. You know, this is where you can come and you're part of shaping this space into what you want it to be. So that feedback, those suggestions, you know, we try things and if you don't like it, let us know. And then we tweak and start to have those conversations about, okay, so what is actually needed? What's going to be a, a benefit? We don't like to do things just to do things. So it's constantly kind of that assessment of what's working, what's not working, and how can we continue to make this space relevant to what is needed right now? Mm -hmm. Who do you think is ideal for our community? <laughs> Who is ideal? 
I think all therapists would benefit from our community. I think that everybody is, even though they're in different walks, some people are successful. Some people are just starting out. We have a space for them. We have resources for them. And there is something of value that they can find in seeing me. Who is it not for? (laughs) Who is it not for? Uh, People that aren't willing to, to put in some work, right? That's something that when you come into the community, you're not going to automatically feel like you're part of that community unless you are willing to step out a little bit and be visible and introduce yourself and to start engaging with not only the members, but the content. You know, we can get you in, but we can only do so much. Now it's up to you to start to take those steps to create that life and business you want to achieve. Yeah. So what do you see on the horizon for our community? Ooh, on the horizon. I think we'd like to start to do more member-based events and starting to kind of really start to wrap in those community members so they're able to host their own events. So they're able to set up their own little co-working groups and kind of just, again, taking claim and ownership of that space. Um, We've been able to start to do lives in Mighty Networks, which is super exciting. So Mm -hmm. doing more of that engaging with the Zinui team in Mighty Networks, which is something that's been a little lacking because we just didn't have that feature. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see how we can start to use Mighty Networks even more um, to connect with all of the therapists that we get to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Eden, what would be your encouragement for therapists right now, many of who are burnt out, what do you want them to know? I want them to know that they're not alone, that this burnout is known in our field and it trickles into all different facets of our lives. You can be burnt out in business and that also leads to burnout in your family, in your life, in your home. Um, And this is not something that you are facing alone. This is something that we know is a collective experience that people are going through, especially considering the time with COVID, with this and that. Um, and we are all in this together. And Zinimi is committed to helping you get out of this space. Um, and it's not a magic wand to fix all of those things, but we are here to support you for every little step along the way to celebrate you and that progress and to help you overcome any of those barriers. And this is really, this is the space to get that support that is so, so lacking. This is that space to get the connection that is so lacking in this society right now, because we're all in virtual land for the most part. Mm-hmm. We don't get to engage with each other, um, but we're trying to create that here. So it's a good opportunity to, to connect in and to feel supported and you are not alone. So for those of you listening, we'd love to have you join our free community. Um, Eden, what's the best way for them to do that? They can go to zinnyme.com and there's a join the community button right at the top of the website. <laughs> yes. That will get them right and plugged in. Yeah. And you'll get to meet Eden. And you'll also see me and Miranda floating around saying hello, answering questions from time to time. But we're really seeking to create a space that is safe and focused, um, focused on the art of building a business that is good for the client, but also good for you as the practice owner. Um, That is our heart's desire. That's where we love to hang out and in coaching land and in supporting therapists. So we'd love to have you join us. Eden, thanks for doing this with me. 
Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful to have you on the team. And I know that our community is grateful to have you as well. It's made a huge difference in terms of people feeling supported and being seen. So thank you. All right. We will see y'all next time. Join the community and post your questions in there. Check out our free resources and we'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Starting a Counseling Practice podcast. Just a reminder, if you want some support in your private practice, we have an upcoming free training on creating a subpoena process. So check it out at zinnime.com and we'll see you next time.